right here, what we're looking at is a house that's in the final stages of construction. It was, you know, knocked down and rebuilt. Dan Mundy is showing me a house in Broad Channel, Queens, a narrow island right in the middle of Jamaica Bay. It originally was um, about two foot lower. So, you know, it was raised. The first floor of the house used to be about four feet off of the ground. During Sandy, the water came up about two feet above that. We know because it just touched Bob's porch. So, after the storm, Bob, the owner, added a couple more layers worth of cinder block to the foundation to lift the house up higher. In part, that's to guard against the next storm. It also normally would have kept Bob's insurance premiums in check. It's currently at uh, Sandy's height. Except that this winter, after Bob raised the house, the Federal Emergency Management Agency came out with new flood maps that said there's a 1% chance a year that flooding will go several feet higher than even Sandy did. In other words, Bob didn't raise the house high enough. So now Bob's house here, which was a smart move to move up, and we are encouraging residents to go that high, would still be anywhere from three to four feet below the new base flood elevation. Not only that, the maps also put all of Broad Channel in what's called a V-zone. That means there's supposedly a chance that large waves will come up onto the shore and knock down houses. So Bob not only has to elevate his house higher, but he also has to replace the cinder block foundation with stilts that will withstand waves. Most people are not yet aware of what we're talking about here. It's starting to get out, and as the word gets out on the implications of this, you're seeing a lot of concern. If Bob doesn't elevate more and doesn't put his house on stilts, he could end up in a few years spending as much as $31,000 annually on flood insurance. That's more than $2,000 a month. Monday, who's the president of the Broad Channel Civic Association, says FEMA's maps don't take into account the details of local geography. All the hurricanes and nor'easters in this area come up in a counterclockwise rotation. So they always push in. The wind always comes out of the east. Mundy says there's no way waves could reach Bob's house because it's on the western side of the island. The new flood maps, if approved, would add more than 65,000 structures in New York and New Jersey to 100-year flood zones. Everyone in those zones is required to get flood insurance if they have a bank mortgage, and many of them have complaints about the new maps. George Casimos, a realtor in Toms River, New Jersey, found himself in a proposed V-zone, even though he's located on a protected lagoon that's off of a protected bay. We don't understand how a wave is going to miraculously come over the Barrier Islands over a shallow bay in front of a couple other bulkheads and then hit us with a three-foot wave. Casimo started a group called Stop FEMA Now that's got more than 2,000 Facebook members and is getting bigger and bigger crowds at gatherings. The pain that homeowners feel is being augmented by a federal law passed last summer that will force up the flood insurance premiums they pay by as much as 25% a year. That bill was supposed to reduce taxpayer subsidies to the National Flood Insurance Program. Now, there's a movement to scale the law back. Constituents have, you know, come up and talked about how they're trying to rebuild their lives, that they lost everything in the storm. That's Gregory Meeks, the congressman who represents Broad Channel. Last year, he voted for the higher premiums. We understand that, that people who don't live in flood-prone areas don't want to have to pay for those who do live in flood-prone areas. Last month, Meeks co-sponsored a bill to slow down the increases on those insurance premiums. Steve Ellis is vice president of Taxpayers for Common Sense in Washington. 
He says backpedaling is the wrong thing to do. It seems like a nice thing to either delay the maps or to suppress the rates. It's this bizarre form of paternalism and the fact that this is one of the things that informs people of their risk. They're not reducing the risk by reducing the rates. In other words, if your insurance costs a lot, it's because you're in a risky area. But now FEMA is backing off of its maps. Last week, an official... Doug Bellamo said the method FEMA used for estimating wave action in developing the advisory maps may have been overstated and that the final maps coming out this summer could remove some people from the controversial V-zones. For WNYC, I'm Matthew Sherman. Visit WNYC.org for a map showing the new and old flood zones as well as stories, photos, and videos from our series, Life After Sandy. 